The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Toughness. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape. Resilience. This is the Black Resilience Podcast, where we have real talk about real issues in order to get to real solutions. Get ready for raw and bold conversations about everything that impacts the lives of black people in America. Black people in America. In America. In America. Everybody no more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black Resilience Podcast. This is Edith, your creator and host of the show. I am so excited about today's show. We are going to be doing another Shine interview. That's right. We are going to be celebrating another extraordinary individual's Shine. And I'm happy to say that I know this person very well. Her name is Nanette Chambliss. Nanette is a good friend of mine from back in the day, and uh, I was so excited when uh, we reconnected a few years ago and she told me she was uh, a first-time author. And I was like, wow, I need to get you on the show to talk about your journey and to talk about your book and just to celebrate your shine. So I am so happy to have in the studio with me today my girl, Nanette Chambliss. Hi, Nanette. Hi, Edith. Welcome to the Black Resilience Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm glad you're here. Before we get into celebrating your shine, I want my listeners to get a little bit about your background. You know, know who you are. I know how great you are, but I want the listeners of the Black Resilience Podcast to know how great you are. So let me give you all a little bit of information about my girl, Nanette Chambliss. Nanette is a graduate of the City University of New York at York College with a degree in community health education. Under the auspices of the sports nonprofit she founded, Nanette's organizational development and Nanette organized and developed and implemented community PAC initiatives for the National Football League, which is my old employer, as well as the NCAA Men's Final Four Legacy Program. Before trading in her power suit for a pen and paper, Nanette was the vice president of programs and development for the Lennox Lewis League of Champions Foundation, a program consultant for the Tupac Shakur Foundation, and a grant writer for Usher's New Look Foundation. Wow. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Now, when we come back, we are going to get more into who Nanette is, what she's done, and why she's such an extraordinary person, and to talk a little bit about her book, Platinum Pussycat Chronicles. Did I say that right? Yes. Don't forget <laughs> the healing journey of a super juicy girl. The healing journey of a super juicy girl. All right. We'll be right back to hear more about Nanette Chambliss. Shine and star for you to see what your life can truly be. Shine and star for you to see what your life can truly be. Shine and star for you to see what your life can truly be. 
Shine, shine, shine. That's what we're talking about today. My girl, Nanette Chamlitz, we are going to be talking about her shine. So let's get right into it. Uh, now, Nanette, we know you have accomplished so much along your journey. And like I said, your book, I loved it. It's absolutely remarkable. And I'm going to definitely have you back on to really talk more in depth about your book and what you, what's the next step for this masterpiece that you wrote. And then before we end, I am going to ask you to give us some information on how people can purchase your book, you know, where it's located to purchase. Because when I tell you it's a great read, not just if you're a woman, but just a man. I mean, it's just a good read. And I just love to hear how people have survived, you know, certain situations and obstacles and adversities in their life and how they have come out on top and how God has covered them throughout the process. And wow, look what God has done. So I am just really, really excited about that. But let's get right into uh, some shine stuff. So uh, talk to me a little bit about... Um, based on the definition of the series. Now, we know Shine, for all my dedicated Black Resilience podcast listeners, Shine, the S stands for someone who exudes uh, a great spirit. The H stands for humility. The I stands for intellect. The N stands for a never-giving-up mentality. And then, of course, the E stands for excellence. And Nanette, my girl, you exude all of that. You really do. You exude all of that. So uh, let's get into it. When you think about shine and the definition, how do you cultivate and develop your shine? I cultivate and develop my shine. I love that, that name that you are choosing because people, you want to get your shine on. People say yes. that and you want to stand out when you're doing, when you're operating in excellence. So yeah. what I like to do, I set a goal for myself and I just get after it in a fierce way. All right. So it's, you have, it's like God will put something in your spirit and you say, I want to do that. Yeah. Like when I decided that I wanted to work in the sports industry and I know wow. you were one of my first mentors yes. in the sports industry. And I thank, thank you. you. I know it was hard to work with, but no, you were awesome. I adored you. I was like, wow, she's pretty much on it. So no. So, so in having someone, another black woman who was an example of excellence, it was, you had to raise your bar. So just taking what I learned throughout my life and seeing, you know, such an excellent example, such as yourself, I said, I can do it. I can get after this, and I have to get after it fiercely. Yes. And it was very important as a young black woman to shine in the sports industry. Right. Because right. It's, it's not, you were really one of very few black women that I even knew or met in the sports industry, and you were running things like you were in charge. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was awesome. So I could only go up. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So thank you. Thank you. Well, you are welcome. Wow. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Um, I know you have been involved in the nonprofit sector for a long time. You've impacted people throughout your career. Uh, but what advice 
do you have for others who desire to shine? My advice wholeheartedly, you have to trust God for everything Amen. that you do. Amen. No matter what. No matter great, how great dark, advice. no matter how bleak you think it is becoming, no matter how the enemy will try to trick you and say you're not going to be successful, I would advise people to trust God, whoever your higher power is. What you believe in is what you will know. And you you can't see it because you're you're going through, through it. it. That's you right. have not quite accomplished your goal. So you have to have the faith and yeah. you have to trust God to get to it. Yeah. And then one day you're going to blink and you're going to be there. Yeah. So you just trust the process. Trust yourself. Trust yourself in the process because God made you fierce. God, yes, God's love, his grace and mercy is sufficient. And you have to just walk with that. Cause a lot of times you won't have your friends. You won't have your families. A lot of people may think you have lost your mind for setting such a high goal or whatever goal you choose to accomplish in your life. Yeah. You may feel like you're walking that journey by yourself, but you're not. Awesome. You're not. Wow. Yeah. I agree with that. 100% trusting God. I truly, truly use that in my life. He is the first and always will be. All right. Well, um, let's delve a little bit more into, you know, insights and learning, you know, experiences throughout this journey. So what, what are some of the key learnings or insights you've gathered that were very critical to uh, the success in your journey? Because I know, you know, we have a lot of things we go through and we learn from them, but there have to be some things that you just was like, wow, you know, because of this insight, because of this experience I've learned, I'm able to get to this, this, this point where I feel like I've truly, you know, I'm truly successful. I'm where God wants me to be. What are some of those things? The one thing like the never giving up mentality yeah, and operating in excellence, as I said just a minute ago, mm -hmm. but when it is overwhelming to walk a path that one, no one may never have walked before or that no one in your family has walked before. You may be the first in your family that is walking a path of corporate success. Yes. Business entrepreneurial success you may be the first, so you really have not surrounded yourself with the people mm -hmm. that can guide you yet. So I would just say when you are feeling overwhelmed in that process, don't forget to rest. And understanding wow. that resting and quitting are two different things. Amen. So when you are feeling like I can't do it any anymore, I want to give up, you don't quit. You just rest. You have to take a breath. You just have to, whatever your rest means for you. And a lot of times when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I, I just take a beat. I'm like, I, I'm just not going to do anything that pertains to work. I'm going to do my best to relax my mind. I listen to music to do that. Maybe I should meditate, but I don't. <laughs> but I well, rest. Yeah. And then soon as I, you know, can fill my tank up again, then I get right back at it. 
because you have to go full force. Yeah. And you can't continue to go full force and be effective if you don't take a break. NASCAR drivers, they go around in circles, but they know when to take that pit stop and get that car refueled, change those tires, and get back out there. And you just have to do that. You have to know that you have to take that second to rest, but you have to get back out there. Don't quit. Just rest. Wow. Well, speaking of that, I mean, I know you had to take a rest here and there when you were writing this awesome book. And when you were writing this, I know you had to experience moments where you were exhausted, you know, may have had writer's block. That is real. People think that's not real. That is real. Yes. What happened? Share with us some some times when you were like, oh, I can't write anymore. Uh, What got you back into it? What made you realize, hey, I'm almost finished. I got to get it done. It's so weird that you asked that question because that really did happen. And it happened towards the end. First of all, writing, becoming an author and writing that book was actually the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Well, you did it well. You did it very well. It's a I great book. Starting a sports organization yes. was the hardest thing. No, no, it was not. Writing my story was, it was so emotionally taxing. And I did get to the point where I was just like, I was at the end of the book and I kept asking, like, why, like, where should I go at the end of this story? Like, how should I wrap it up? I wanted to add some more, expound on some stories. My editor cut a lot of my story out, a lot of the color, because I can be a very colorful, dramatic person at times. But my editor decided to cut a lot of that out, and I didn't know how to wrap it up. And then, unfortunately, you just don't know how God is going to set your path. My mom passed away. Yeah, I know. And I was just like, okay, you know, I have to wrap this book up at the beginning. I knew I wanted to do that, but that was the confirmation. It was like when I lost my mom, it seemed like, all of the life lessons that she was attempting or showing me throughout my life, it it was like I understood yes. like immediately. It just came to me. Yeah, I loved, loved, loved. I actually cried when I read the letter at the end of the book that you wrote to your mom. Yes. yes. It was so beautiful. Yeah. You were just pretty much saying thank you and I get it now. Yes. I get it now. Yes. And yes. that was just awesome. Yes. So you guys, you have to read this book. It is amazing. Platinum Pussycat Chronicles, The Healing Journey of a Super Juicy Girl. I love it. So let's get back to some more shine. Yes. Um, it is often said, Nanette, and we all know this, that no one goes through life without the help of a teacher. Who was or were your teachers or teacher that allowed you to shine? And how have you paid it forward? And I love this question because for me personally, I have so many teachers. Yes. I have people who I consider to be teachers and who inspired me that don't even know I exist. But right. It may have been through a book, 
I read that they wrote or a conference I attended that they spoke. I mean, so, you know, you could have so many teachers. So talk to us about who your teachers are and how do you pay it forward? Well, definitely, fortunately for me, my parents were my first role models. Awesome. They were just awesome. You know, they were young parents and Back in my day, they took us everywhere. It was no leaving us at home. I have to take my hat off to them. Like, they really took us everywhere. So just, and you couldn't talk. You was not allowed to get into an adult conversation. That's right. Yeah, we grew up in the same generation. So I feel you on that. Yeah, so because they were so powerful and they were achievers, we were always in rooms with smart people. So I got to listen to them a lot, you know, just, just taking notes, mental notes, mental notes. And then as I got older and they were so caught up into their lives and how they were going to survive, they definitely taught me how to survive, but I wanted to thrive. I wanted to live above where I was. And as I was going through life, you know, being a hard head young woman and not wanting to listen and thought I knew everything. Right. <laughs> um, my mentor, my first mentor ever came into my life and she told me, whether you want to or not, you will become an educated black woman. Wow. And that was, that was the turn for me. And finally, I, you know, parents, they get caught up into just telling you, you're going to do this, do this, do this. But there's no guidance. And I was a child who needed to be shown, like, okay, you're telling me this is what I have to do, but how do you do it? And Dr. Bell came into my life, and she began showing me and guiding me um, to that path. So I had the examples, but I didn't quite know how to get there. And she helped me get there. And then, again, like you, you just begin – I know people say this all the time, but I was a young woman when Oprah Winfrey started her first uh, TV, her talk show nationally. And I just, I will never forget being in my dorm room, sweeping the floor. And then here's this super juicy girl on the screen. That's right. You know, looking like me. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, like, who is this woman? And I just remember staring at the TV like, I can do this. I can be the great person I know that I, you know, am destined to be. And you are, girl. You are. You are definitely. So I have to say, like, one of those people who does not know that I exist, Oprah Winfrey, and when I decided to, and this is just the ironic part, like, she does not know that I saw her on TV. Right. And then you know, 22 years ago when I decided to start my sports organization, I was working for organ. I was working for the Y, the YWCA and went to a conference where she was a keynote speaker. Wow. Mm -hmm. And right at that time I said, I need to see her. I didn't want to say anything to her, but I needed to see her. And I went to the conference and I remember she was wrapping up her speech And I was like, I'm going to go outside and wait for her. I needed to look in her eyes. 
I, in my spirit, was like, I need to see if this woman's spirit is what I think it is. And I promise you, I did not say a word to her, but locked eyes with her. (laughs) And was like, okay, I could do this. And from there, I walked back to my office, and I was like, I'm going to start my own nonprofit. Wow. That's awesome. That's a remarkable story. Yeah, I mean... We have so many teachers in our lives, and then we have people that don't even know that they've impacted us. That's why it's so important to make sure that, you know, people are represented well because you never know who's looking at you and who you're inspiring. Yes. That is so important. Yes. And can I add something? Sure. I love the fact that Oprah with all of the negative comments that people said based on how she was so different looking than most people, most black women on television. I love the fact, in my opinion, that she had a good looking boyfriend and she would talk about her boyfriend all the time. Yeah, that was I cute. love that. I yeah, love that. I that love was that. Cute. That mm-hmm. was cute. I just think, um, you know, there's so much, there's so many stereotypes out here and you know I'm going to be doing another series I did it early on when I started my podcast but I'm going to revisit the subject and I'm going to do another series on black negative stereotypes yes and how we perpetuate a lot of that yes you know you know when we have brothers that say well I don't like dark skin yes you know we perpetuate a lot of that so I will be doing a show that's going to be just solely dedicated to how we need to break, you know, that, that curse, yes. that, that negativity, I should say, yes. because it's not healthy. And, you know, sisters are guilty too. You know, we, we sometimes say some bad things about certain types of brothers. And I think, um, we just need to get to the point where we are not going to speak any negativity in existence, no longer about, you know, our black Queens and our black kings. Yes. And we need to be, you know, cognizant of that in our lives. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. She was celebrating her good looking man. She was. <laughs> and, and hopefully they don't come for me because I'm talking about her a lot. However, I did, I, we hear all of the things that people say and tease about that couple. And, I don't think people understand because I got to meet her boy. I got to meet Stedman Mm -hmm. in a professional setting. I've met him once before too. And I said, I was like, who's to say that he has not been guiding her to her victory and her excellence. Just meeting him, the advice that he gave me was so valuable. And I said, how do we know that he was not the force behind her? Yeah. There are a lot of, I, I call them quiet forces behind successful people. Yes. And so that's why you never, you know, make assumptions, you know, unless you really know those people personally, but you just can't make assumptions about a situation um, because you you never judge a book by its cover. Exactly. And we tend to do that a lot in this society, especially now with social media. Exactly. And just in terms of the shine, it was very important. Here's this super juicy girl who decided super that juicy. she was going to break super into... Super juicy, gorgeous sister. <laughs> Thank you. Break into the sports industry. 
And you did it. I never played sports, but I knew that it was a niche program that I wanted to give to the world. Right. And just decided, well, the NFL is the place to be. That's right. And regardless of what people thought about me, how I looked, I had to walk strong. I had to shine. Yes, you did. To get to where I wanted to get to. And you did it, except, you did it exceptionally well. Thank you. And um, well, you were well-respected. Yes, and thank that's, you. that's the most important thing. Yes, thank you. And that was important. Yeah. So, Nanette, tell me how, um, you know, what's what's going on today? What's driving you today? I know you just finished your first book, um, but, but you've done so many other extraordinary things in your career. So I'm just curious to know what is driving Nanette Chambliss today? What is driving me? Since I wrote the book, no one can tell me who I am. I am so awesome. sure of this woman that God has created. So with that, the sky is not even the limit. People are, you know, tapping into the, you know, moon now. People right. are flying out of <laughs> yes. this universe every other week, it seems now. So just to take off the brakes, no limits, it's, do you get a vision like you like something uh, idea will come in your spirit and then you have a vision this vision comes over me and I have to take the steps or figure out how to bring it to fruition and that's just what I'm doing I know I've I've I have survived my whole life paid my bills you know did everything that I feel like I wanted to do but it's so much more out there it's, and I want to begin to really expand my reach globally. Awesome. So just, you know, have a global reach. God has anointed me to be able to work with young people in a special way. And I want to expand upon that. I want to give people a voice of to thrive and to live, you know, full lives it doesn't mean that the pain is not going to come, but why not encourage people to free themselves of the pain? You know, whatever happens, don't hold on to it. Let it go and use it as your life lesson to have more or to have what you deserve. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Tell me, Nanette, what would you say to your 13-year-old self today? If you had to go back and talk to 13-year-old Nanette, what would you tell her today? I would say pay closer attention to the enemy. Because when you are set on a path of greatness, the enemy will come for you at every turn. And as my 13-year-old self, no one put me up on that game. Wow. So I would say pay attention. Don't believe the rhetoric. Believe what your spirit is telling you about yourself and believe the path that your higher power has set for you. Wow. So, you know, 13 years old, you're with your friends, 
your friends. You know, we was crazy. I wasn't that kind of person, though. Like, I never tore my friends down or anything like that. But, you know, people can be mean. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, my parents just did not have the time to, you know, say don't believe the mean people or, you know, don't believe that this is who you are, All how these, you know, new parents do. Yeah. Like, we know better now. Um, but back then, we didn't have that. So to be aware of the tricks of the enemy, I would encourage my 13-year-old self to pay closer attention to that. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think um, if we all had the opportunity to go back <laughs> and right. tell right. our younger selves what, what I guess, what obstacles or dodgeballs, you know, to – to, to avoid, you know, we would do that, right? Yes. We would do that. Awesome. Well, you know what? We cannot end this Shine interview without at least giving the listeners a little bit, tidbit about your book and how they can purchase the book. First of all, the packaging is beautiful. Thank you. Love the packaging. And then the content and everything that's in the middle is just even better. I mean, it's captivating. I actually read the book in one day. Yes. Yeah, a few hours. I was done. I was like, oh, my God. It's a quick read, everybody, just so you know. It's a quick read. It keeps you wanting more. I mean, the next page, I said, okay, what's going on in this? I mean, the good thing I like about the way you organize the book, you kind of know what's coming but you don't know the details of what's coming. And I like that. So you know, okay, now, you know, I'm headed, you know, to New York to go to college, you know. To go back to, to college. To go back. You're right, to go back to college. You're right. Um, so you know that this is going to take place in New York. So what's, what's going to happen in our life during this period? You know, yeah. it's always something. And it's just a really, really good read. And I like the fact that it's, it speaks truth. Yeah, I like the fact that it speaks truth, and I'm just excited for you. Honestly, I don't even think I can write a book. So I'm, I don't. Honestly, I just don't. And I'm a writer, but I don't know if I could ever write a book. But you, have you so did much it. To say, I have and a lot to say. But yes, you have so much to say, and so many of us can learn from you. So, so oh, you're so can't sweet. Can't wait till that happens. If it happens, I have to lean on you for guidance because you did an awesome job to say this is your first. I know this is not the last, but this is your first. It's well packaged. It's beautiful. It's a great read. It's well written. I have absolutely, and I know you're my friend, but when I, 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 I'm telling you, this is absolutely awesome. Thank you. So please share with our listeners how they can purchase a copy of your book. And if you want to give, I mean, I know the big thing in here, but I don't want to say it. No, we can't give it away. We, we can't give it away. Yes. We can't give it away. But just take the next few minutes to just share how they can uh, purchase a copy of the book and anything else you want to share about how they can connect with you, your social media handles, so uh, people can go and read this book, Platinum Pussycat Chronicles, The Healing Journey of a super juicy girl. Yes. Yes. Well, I would say I want, when I wrote the book and I will share how to, how you can get your copy. 
But when I wrote the book, I said, Nanette, don't sit down and write this book if you're not going to be fiercely honest because I wanted to, people see me now, they see, you know, me in a professional realm. I'm going to share what we talked about before we started, but you didn't know that I was from the projects. Like I am from the projects. I did not know that. And they, and I've been on her for a long time and never knew that I'm from the projects. She knew I was from the projects. But I didn't know you were from the projects. Yeah, so I said, if you are going to share your story, I wanted to share my story in a way that people could see me. And I I have gotten a lot of questions like, girl, did you really share that? Yes, I shared it because I didn't. I wanted to share my story. The when I say the healing journey of a super juicy girl. I wanted to make sure that people knew that this super juicy girl was walking around here with some wounds. However, you can still overcome it. Yeah. And so that was important to me. So to get the full story and it's good. It's it juicy. It is good, you guys. It is really juicy. Yeah. So to get this, you can go to Amazon.com, anywhere you buy books. Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com. Awesome. You, Walmart.com. You can also go to my website. If you want a signed copy, you can go to TheSuperJuicyGirl.com and get your signed copy. Any anywhere you buy books, you can get it is the awesome. platinum books. You guys you got to get a copy of this book. It is really good, and I'm gonna have her back on so we can strictly just talk about this book because on one of the um, shows I'm gonna be doing, I'm gonna be talking about black love and black relationships, and this particular book falls in line with that particular topic. So I will have you back on, my sister. And that's when we're going to really dig deep into the book, chapter by chapter, because okay. it is really awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much, Nanette, for joining us. I am so happy we celebrated your shine. You are truly shining, my sister. Continue to shine because I am telling you, you are looking radiant right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I add one more thing before you wrap up? The one thing I did not um, include, I wanted to tell people, as you're walking your shine journey, be yourself. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Just be who you are. So if, if you're lacking in one area, it's okay, because there are so many other areas that you have that outshine what you're lacking. So don't be afraid to walk into a room and sit at that table and say, hey, I'm here and I have something to offer. They want the uniqueness in you. So just be you. Be you. Sit at that table, hold your head up, and raise your hand. Raise your hand and let's go. Let's get it. Awesome. That's some good food for thought, I'll tell you. That is great. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to the Black Resilience Podcast Shine series, highlighting and celebrating my girl, Nanette Chamless, the author of Platinum Pussycat Chronicles, The Healing Journey of a Super Juicy Girl. Go pick it up. Check her out on uh, Instagram. Check her out on her website. 
and uh, continue to support the Black Resilience Podcast. We're on all the social media handles, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and then you can also check us out at blackresiliencepod.com. Until next time, stay healthy, stay strong, and stay resilient. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Black Resilience Podcast. Real talk, real issues, real solutions. Until next time, stay healthy, stay, healthy, stay, stay, strong, strong, stay strong, stay resilient. Stay resilient. 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 Suffer, every day, teach the children, teach the 